We're Lewis and Pete from Personal Trainer Paul. We've built up over 14 years of combined experience personal training and now we're here to help gym floor personal trainers to earn more money, get more clients and reduce the stress and anxiety of starting out in the industry. Let's dive into this episode. Hello and welcome back to episode 32 of the Personal Trainer Portal podcast. I'm going to say it but I've, I've got another cold. It's been only seven or eight weeks since my last one. But I think it's one of those where because of COVID, we've all been trapped up a long time and I've been back to the gym the last, well, it's been about 10 months now. Well, maybe not like eight or nine months and I've caught two colds already and they've just been horrific, Pete. I, I don't know how you're managing to go on and function. Well, uh, they don't make them like me anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, don't make them like. <laughs> <laughs> don't make them like me anymore. You know, we people like me from my neck of the woods, we can handle stuff like this. Bro- um, broke them all, didn't they? Yeah. Apart from so, for everyone who didn't know, I, I didn't want to announce this before <laughs> before I went because I didn't want um, an influx of people, sort of, you know, trying to take photos and getting signatures and stuff like that. But I've just come back from Prague, so the secret's out. I was in Prague over the weekend. And the I, I don't think I've fully recovered from the Friday morning, if I'm totally honest. Um, purely because... It's mad, because, you know, because I, I was checking Daily Mail, um, the showbiz section, and I, I was sure to see you getting packed yeah. in Prague, but no. it just it didn't appear so well done. You've, you've kept it, you've gone under the radar there. Yeah, well, like I said, I was going to announce it on uh, episode 31 of the podcast, but I didn't because I was like, you know what? The last thing I want when I'm with Alex when we're walking around Prague, especially when I'm ill, I mean, not that it bothers me. I mean, Alex did hear about it at least 155 times, but for the most part, I didn't complain. Um, I didn't want people taking photos. Can I just jump in there, Lewis? What's that? Is Alex all right then? Because she needs another holiday. She's now got the sniffles as well. So she's so, caught it off me. But mine wasn't the sniffle. I mean, I, I was really quite bad. That isn't sarcasm. Um, it, does she not have earache as well? No, she doesn't. How do you know I have earache? <laughs> Did I tell you? <laughs> no, just I was wondering, you know, the number of times you must have mentioned you didn't feel great to her. And I just wondered if, you know, that had maybe bothered her ears a little. Oh, no, I thought you meant about my actual earache, because I did actually develop earache. I mean, not that it... Are you all right doing the podcast, then? Hey? With these headphones in your ear? What? (laughs) You you won't get me with that joke. (laughs) But apart from uh, being ill and having having an amazing time in Prague, it's it's been a good last few days, really. How have you been? Well, um, I mean, I've been away as well, but obviously it was for not um, a social or leisure experience. It was visiting someone that's ill. Um, so my grand's pretty ill. It so, wasn't me. Um, it wasn't Lewis. <laughs> it was. This this is actually someone that has a serious illness, unlike Lewis. Um, but yeah, so I, I was I flew over to England. Um, Around. I, I kept. I didn't mention anyone no, either, you didn't, didn't other you than know. you. And you yeah. kept the secret, so well yeah. done. Um, I could have made I a getting, lot of money if I leaked that to the press. Well, mate, I had proper anxiety thinking if I just accidentally tell anyone Lewis is in Prague and it just blows up in Prague, 
you know, I'd feel so bad. But uh, yeah, so I had a flying visit to England um, and got to experience um, Storm Arwen. Yeah. So luckily I missed it because I flew out on Friday morning to Prague and apparently the, the storm was Friday night. Um, so you came over. It's like literally you came over for Storm Arwen. Like you're... I'm a storm chaser. Yeah, you're... <laughs> 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 they do it in America, don't they? they I mean, these people that, you know, obviously like to live on the edge of their seat and they just run around America chasing these like um, hurricanes and uh, what, uh, tornadoes. What, what, tornadoes. I couldn't think, you know, the worldly ones. Couldn't think of the word there, tornadoes. Um, <laughs> so I, I just thought I've got so to what get was your ex- what was your experience storm. Then? Well, where do I start? I mean... Um, it was honestly, it was, it was pretty savage. You know, there were, there were winners and losers, I think across Britain, some people lost yeah. trampolines, some people lost caravans and then me. some people gained caravans. And <laughs> caravans. No, I didn't know what there was this, this fellow was like, Oh, brilliant. I've woke up this morning. I've got a caravan today. <laughs> and he, <laughs> he had a caravan in his backyard. And, I mean, it was upside down. So oh, right. okay. I'm going to say now it probably wasn't in workable condition. No, but, um, you get in the caravan. Exactly. It's, you know, imagine, imagine mixed up the garden if he went from... to bed like the night before it happened, he didn't know storm. Arwen was coming. And he just prayed that he, one day he could go on all day to a caravan. And then he woke up the next morning and he had a caravan in his garden. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. I mean, how many people do you know sort of pray to go on caravan holidays? Well, you don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I mean, I think usually as well, you know, with a caravan holiday, you, you tend to take your caravan somewhere else, not the front garden, don't you? But, you know, beggars can't be choosers on that exactly. scenario. So but, um, was, there any, I mean, was there any bad instances when you went over here with Arwen? Well, a couple, actually. So where I was um, visiting is like a remote place in Northumberland called Annick. And, and sorry, as I was going to work this morning on the radio, they were saying the worst places hit in the whole of the UK was Scotland <laughs> and the northeast of England. In Northumberland yeah. in particular. I, I thought you were going to call out Annick there. That was literally the worst hit place in yeah. Britain was Annick. Well, it, it felt like that. So um, obviously it was blowing a gale through the night. Uh, I had to be up early to the, air, well, to get to the airport. So a flight was at 10. I had to be there for 8 o'clock. So it was I bet, the, I bet you were thinking there's no way that you want to be on that flight. Well, you know, I... I it doesn't bother me because I've I've done flights elsewhere and let's just say they were, they were a bit like a roller coaster. That's a different story for a different day. But um, honestly, it was you know it was a little bit bumpy on the takeoff. But um, getting there was the problem because literally drove to the top of the street and um, went to turn right. As we turned right, first thing we see a massive tree line right across the road. All right, I was going to say, trees are quite normal in Northumberland. <laughs> um, there's a few, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a good few trees, you're right. Only you right. when they're on the road, it's not normal. Exactly. When they're um, the so, unfortunately, the vehicle I was in didn't have the facilities to 
jump over that. Yeah. So had to turn around um, and then head through Annick Town itself, did that. But then I think there was about three roads, like heavily flooded. And it's one of them, you get to it, and you know when you see people ahead of you, like stopping, indicating, and just doing a UE. And you think, why are they turning around? Do they know something I don't about the the um, level of water on this road? <laughs> or are they just, are they being, you know, scaredy cats? You know, what's a little bit of water? Mm. Um, but my dad was driving, quite an experienced driver. So he, um, <laughs> <laughs> he led the way. Um <laughs> didn't get his feet wet either you know he, he he was he was quite smart with the um direction he took through the water you know right he was he was smart with it so so what happened when that. you got to the airport though was the i thought there was loads of flights cancelled and stuff there was a few flights um sort of de- the flights the night before it got cancelled oh, yeah. and then there was like a knock-on effect so there was flights yeah. to tenerife earlier than mine um that were all getting pushed back which essentially me- meant but it was that rammed got at the pushed airport, back. Was it? it wasn't that bad actually no not that bad no so i think i had an hour and a half delay so it wasn't the end of the world but then they made us get on the um the bus to the plane and there was only one stairwell on and i'm telling you what they, they chucked us off that bus right and just the bus did a runner and <laughs> honestly we had to, I felt, you know, like when you watch David Attenborough, Lonely Planet, and you see them, they do the penguin program, and you see them literally in the Arctic huddling together to stay warm. That is what we felt like waiting to get on this stairwell, um, stairway to get on the plane. We're literally just huddling together to stay, to stay warm. So that was, uh, that was an experience. And then uh, got on the plane. Um, and then it was funny because, you know, people get on, don't they? And people are so sure they're in the right seat, aren't they? And they, they sit themselves down. And this woman sits herself down the row in front of me, older lady. And a uh, girl comes along and uh, I could hear her talking to her boyfriend. I think that woman sat in my seat. I thought, oh, yeah, here we go. And uh, you just know at that point, someone's wrong and someone's right. Because the chances of both people having the same seat. I wish everyone in life would listen to you and listen to that line right there. You just know that someone's going to be right and someone's going to be wrong. Exactly. And I thought, well, I'm going to get some popcorn here because I've got front row tickets. So you can imagine who was wrong and who was right. But anyway, so she comes along and says, I think you're in my seat. No, 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 no. Mine, mine's definitely 20, 28C, definitely 28C. Well, mine's 28C as well. Okay, then. Um, and, yeah, it was the, the woman that was sat there was in the wrong one. It was 27C. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it was really awkward. It was really awkward. You know when someone swears yeah. blind, they're in the right place and they're not. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely in the right seat. I know I'm in the right seat. I'm in the wrong seat. One of those. She lit... Exactly, and, and when you swear blind, you're you're right. There's just nowhere to go, is there? No. You, you, there's no. You're in the hole. Back then. No. You're in the hole. All Getting respect buried. diminished. Exactly. So uh, yeah, it was it was quite funny. 
But so, um, so how was your trip though? Like, what was your highlight? Come on, one highlight, one <sighs> negative of your trip. Well, the, I'll start with the negative, then I'll build the positive. So the negative was that the Christmas markets were cancelled a day before we went. So all the Christmas markets now. The bummer. Yeah, all the Christmas markets in Prague and now not on for the rest of the year. Um, they were ca- the Czech government on Thursday announced that they were going to cancel them because they'd have had a rise in COVID cases. And not just the Christmas markets, but now from Thursday, the day before we went, all the restaurants, bars, everything has to close at 10 o'clock. So they have a curfew, um, mm. which didn't affect us too much, you know, because we weren't planning on being out till like early hours in the morning. So, I mean... W- well, it didn't really affect us at all, actually. But I can imagine if you were on a stag do and wanting to go out, it would have been really quite annoying. It, the, the Christmas markets were the ones which affected us more because Alex really did want to see them. And well, so did I. Um, but apart from that, that, I mean, that was the main negative. Positive, just a beef goulash in bread. <laughs> now, did, I, I knew you were going to mention this because I've seen your social media over the weekend. And there was a few comments on there. Oh, another beef goulash in bread. <laughs> Thing so is, you weigh your body weight in beef oh, goulash. Have you had one before? I don't know if I've had it in bread. No, I've had it. Yeah, beef so the, in bread, bread is the the, like, the traditional Czech thing to do. It is unbelievable. So I'm not going to go into too much detail. We'll be here all day. All you want to know is that it's unbelievable. If you go to Prague, get a beef goulash in bread and get a chimney cake as well. A chimney cake is essentially like a donut. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we were out in Prague. And obviously we missed Storm, Ar- Storm Arwen or Arwen. Ar- however you pronounce the Storm's name. And we were thinking, obviously I hope our house is okay. Like, the, you know, the fence could have fallen down, fucking anything. And Alex is going, I, I bet the barbecue... I bet the because we've got like a decent sized barbecue in the in the back garden. You know, it wasn't like a, a cheap cheap one you can get from a, disp- a disposable one we keep in the back garden. It's like a decent one up against the wall. And she's like, "Oh, I, I bet you, I bet you, something's happened to that." And I'm like, oh, "It's a it's a barbecue, man. It's massive. There's no way, Mister Arwen or Mrs. Depending on if it's a male or female, this storm is going to get old of our barbecue and." Hyatt. So anyway, I didn't really worry about it. You know, things like that don't get me. And um, what are you going to say? Go on. I know you're leaning towards the man. Do you remember that conversation we had about a caravan? Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you're telling yeah. me that barbecue is heavier than that caravan. But continue. continue. Anyway, so we got back last night. We landed at, what, half, 10 o'clock last night? Um, got back about 11 o'clock. So I'm... You know, it was a little bit windy yesterday, you know. Winds, you know, make me feel a little bit chilly. And I'm thinking, oh, it's a bit windy. And it only says on the weather app that it was 17 miles per hour now. And I mean, it was supposed to be 70 or 80 on Friday. Uh, Everything will be all right. The barbecue will be all right. So I'm walking in the cold, dark house. Flick the lights on in the kitchen. And I'm like, yep, everything's good in here. The roof's still on. The windows are still here. Jobs are good, and <laughs> so anyway, I walk over to the window, pull the blinds, pull the blinds to the side, <laughs> and I'm like, 
thing is, obviously, it's pitch black outside, so I'm just like looking like this, and I'm scanning the garden. Yep, fence is still up. Fence is still up. Alex's little lights across the fence are still up, which she loves. The washing machine line somehow is still up. I wish it wasn't, but it is. And then I see the barbecue. It's halfway down the garden. <laughs> and it's upside down. <laughs> and I'm thinking... Oh no. <laughs> so anyway, I go out in the garden. Me and Alex go out in the garden, pick it back up. Like something is sm like smashed or something inside. Um, all I know, well, the thing is, it's a gasket. So there's a massive gas canister on the side as well, which you, you know, which you're attached to it. And I'm thinking that could have been really dangerous. And I bet that caused a massive um, racket when it would like been when it had been hoid down the garden by Arwen. Um, so, it was, so it was halfway... You haven't been in my garden, have you? Been in the kitchen. So it was halfway down. like And the uh, living room. Yeah. Uh, upside down as well. So yeah. Uh, we don't know oh, if the barbecue is usable yet. I don't think it will be, if I'm talking about... I'm going to say You no. never know. Probably not. No. Probably not. So anyway, no. that, was, that was my story. <laughs> Let's get on to the topic of this video anyway, yeah. of this podcast. I think it's only been about Why 25 are we here minutes. Again? <laughs> so anyway, today we're going to be talking about earn 70, yes, seven zero seventy thousand pounds PT. We're going to delve into some ways and how you can actually do this and why you might see some fit pros online saying, oh, earn six, seven, eight figures doing online coaching. I'm going to tell you right now that maybe one in, you know, 100,000 is going to be able to earn eight figures online coaching. But I can almost guarantee if you implement the right principles and the right strategy and the right pricing on the gym floor PT, and you can earn 70 grand a year PT. So we are going to delve into some ways and how to do that as well. So the first thing I want to talk about is earning more money per hour of time. It, Sounds pretty obvious, but if you're only charging 20, 25, 30, even 35 pounds, 40 pounds per hour, you're going to find it hard to earn more than 50 grand a year doing less than 35 to 40 hours of PT, let's be honest. So if you want to earn 70 grand per year and you're charging 30 quid an hour, you're going to have to, I haven't done the maths, but you're going to have to do about what, 50, 60 hours a week of PT, PT and that's as we've spoken about before, and as Pete's spoken about before, when he first started PT, and he was doing a lot of hours, and you're almost just selling yourself short because you can't do that for the rest of your life. And that's why we talk about the hybrid model, which is a mix of PT and, and online coaching, which I will delve into in a little while. But you want to go in, you want to go into the thought process of when you're speaking to a potential client of you want to charge your worth and you want to deliver the maximum amount of value, which we have spoken about a lot in previous episodes as well. If I was say to you, Pete, if you want to, if you want to advise another PT to charge their worth and deliver the maximum amount of value, what would you say are the best ways for PTs to do that, to charge what they were, to earn more money and actually be able to charge those higher prices? 
how would you say they should go about doing that in terms of what value they should be able to deliver? I think it's a case, isn't it, that obviously if you're getting busy uh, with clients and your hours are going up, then I think it's definitely a case you need to turn around at some point and, and look at your prices and think, am I selling myself short here? You know, I've obviously got a following. There's a reason for that. Um, you know, I'm not just telling you a stroke your ego here, but there's clearly something that people like or, you know, want to work with you. So in any marketplace, when demand is high, people up their prices. Yeah. Um, when demand's low, people drop the prices. So if you've got enough people coming, you may, you may lose maybe one or two customers from doing it, but you know, let, I'm not talking, you know, throwing 10 pound, 15, 20 pound extra on it per hour. You would do it gradually over time um, and implement it slowly. That is one way. Then another way would obviously be looking at your, your model, how um, you, you know, your packaging it, what your service involves. Does it, mean you have to be there physically for all you know a lot of hours so could you maybe still see them but then pull back and i suppose that would sort of feed into your hybrid model Lewis. and i think that's what it is isn't it where everyone wants to go online nowadays and i can see why and we spoke about that in episode well the, was it last episode yeah episode 31 the last one about online coaching is it sounded like we were just shitting on online coaching when we were a little bit but we weren't having a proper one we weren't we weren't going full shit sorry <laughs> we weren't i just going... don't doubt eh? <laughs> we were saying that came back at the wrong time <laughs> we weren't going you know fully against online coaching we're saying that if you implement it properly then yes it's a valuable tool implementing personal training which is what you're good at which is what's actually going to help you get better at being a personal trainer and in, in sprinkling in some online coaching that'll mean that you can earn more money per hour of time and going back to my original statement there is if you're charging by the hour to every client and what i mean by that is say if you you've gone down the conveyor belt as we like to say and you've got them in a consultation and you say to them look it's 30 pound per session or it's 250 pound for a block of 10. So you're charging 25, you're discounting so that you're earning 25 pound per session for a block of 10 sessions. There's own, if, if you're doing that with every client, you're gonna, as I said, you're gonna have to build up to doing like 50 hours of PT per week to earn just more than like 50 grand a year. And yes, you can start upping your prices by two to three pound every year. But it, how long, that, that, that means you're going to be waiting 20 years before you're actually earning good, quote unquote, good amount of money. Again, yes, that's subjective on what a good amount of money is. But going back to our title of 70 grand per year, how are you going to be able to do that? Well, what we want to talk about and what Pete just said is the, you want to deliver the maximum amount of value and you want to charge your worth. And the way you're going to be able to do that is by implementing personal training and online coaching as well. Pete, have you done much online coaching? Um, actually, let's rephrase that. Compared to personal training to online coaching, since you qualified as a PT, 
how much PT and have you done as a ratio compared to online coaching or as a percentage? Um, probably 90, 90%, one to one and 10 uh, online. Yeah. And would you say that, would you say that you prefer doing personal training or online coaching? Personal training. Yeah. I think it's one of those, isn't it? Where everyone wants to be an online coach, but they don't really know why. Or they just see the, as we spoke about in the last episode, they just see the, the sunshine and rainbows of you can work from anywhere and that you don't actually need to be in a gym. But if you implement the right model of personal training, you can get to actually um, pers- be personal with a client and get them to the result that they want, as well as having online coaching on the side. So the way you're going to be able to do this, if you've downloaded our Prosperous PT's roadmap, PT roadmap, which is linked in the description, you will know this model. But now I just want to reiterate it as well. So if you have 20 clients, for example, using the hybrid model, and within the hybrid model, you package your service so that you're charging £295 for three installments over 12 weeks. So, so, you know, one installment every month uh, over 12 weeks, that'd be three installments. And you had 20 clients paying £295 and they were all doing one session per week. That would mean that you're earning £5,900 per month, which would equate to, over the course of 12 months, £70,800 per year. So you might be listening to that and thinking, well, that's great. You've just plucked some arbitrary numbers out of thin air. Well, if you're, if you've packaged your service correctly and you've been able to sit down with a potential client and say, look, this is where we're going to get you in the end of, by the end of the 12 weeks. And we're going to do that by doing this in our personal training sessions. And you're going to be doing X, Y, Z in your online course, uh, sorry, your training session outside of me, which will link to the online coaching. You can guarantee that they are going to get that result because you've done it with other people and it's trial and tres- tested so that you're delivering the maximum amount of value to them and you're charging your worth because you can charge a higher fee because you're implementing the personal training and online coaching. So if you think about £295 per month, Compared to if someone was doing three sessions per week at £30, that would work out to be, what, £360 per month. So they're actually paying less. Yes, they're getting less sessions with you, but they're getting the online coaching. But you're only giving up one hour of your time on the gym floor. So if you only need 20 clients, 20 hours per week, charging £295 per month, that's going to equate to £5,900, then £70,000 over the year. So I have gone into quite a lot of detail there, but if you wanted to get the full rundown, if you haven't already, download our PT roadmap, um, just so you can get to grips with the figures as well. But it's one of those, isn't it? Like you've said before, Pete, as well, that when you first started PT and what were you charging? Like 25, 30 pound per hour? Because I know I was. Yeah, yeah, around that figure, yeah. And did you have like a... I can't remember really, I don't think I did, but did you have a goal of either one, how many clients you wanted to get to or how much you wanted to earn? Um, no, I mean, full, 
was my goal. Just, um, <laughs> just, just full. <laughs> full. How many clients do you want? As many as possible. Just I think that full, was my mate. Goal. Full diary. Full. Just, just so I, yeah, full. I've completed it, mate. Yeah. And do you feel like, well, you, you did get to that, didn't you? You got to a full diary. Oh, yeah, I got to a full diary and some. Um, <laughs> and how how did you feel problem. when you had a when you had a full yeah exactly when you had a full diary how how did it feel? Oh, horrible! It was like Groundhog Day. Literally, you'd get into bed about ten ish, or you know maybe later you've eaten something, get to bed, and you literally wake up before seven, and it's like get out of bed, get ready quickly, back into the Where gym are you again, and then just rinse and repeat. And, and if then, you did that over the course of the year. And you were charging what 25 30 quid an hour that equates to what if you were doing what 40 sessions a week 35 40 sessions a week i think it, well it was just over 40. yeah um, so that equates to maybe if you did that over the course of the year maybe like what 50 grand a year maybe yeah, 60 grand yeah so and that's putting some hours in uh, yeah that's 50 60 grand a year but that is putting the like groundwork you, yeah in. you've got a graft for that yeah absolutely graft for that whereas with this model the hybrid model which we teach in our 12-week course as well is that you can earn more money than that and work half the amount of time on the gym floor so that you can have more time to work on your business and not in it and actually feel like you're enjoying your your work because you have more time and more energy to put into your clients and more time to work on other areas if you did want to work on online coaching or content creation and stuff like that so if you want to know a little bit more information like i said download our roadmap link linked in the description or you can jump on a free strategy call with one of us where we can talk you through the whole thing and we can talk about you know maybe something or somewhere in your business that you're struggling with maybe it's lead generation maybe it's packaging your service like we're talking about in this one whatever it may be we can help you with it so if so links are in the description apologize for all the stories in the <laughs> at the start of this podcast are we are we also going to let people get in contact if they've got any better storm arwin uh stories stories <laughs> i highly doubt it but yeah if you want to share your stories with us or just in general see all of our um information about stuff which is actually going to help your business <laughs> and not just <laughs> random would you rather's or stories about storm Owen. you can follow us on instagram at personal trainer paul underscore and that's going to wrap up this episode episode 32 i think we've kept you long enough now we will see you in the next one Cheers, guys.